Srimati Karuna, the director of the Gandhi Memorial Center in Washington, D.C. I bring to you this series, Speaking of Gandhi, sharing the messages from the life of the Mahatma. Sometimes you will hear Gandhiji's own voice in these offerings, and at other times you will hear readings from the writings and correspondence of Mahatma Gandhi by others. These expressions are meant to inspire your own deeper study and reflection. Did you know that over 100 volumes have been gathered from Gandhiji's writings and publications, correspondence and speeches? And yet, even with all of this communication, his most powerful message was his life. After all, he said, my life is my message. Mohandas Karamchand Gandhi entitled his autobiography, The Story of My Experiments with Truth. Even today, or maybe especially today, this very phrase is laden with meaning. What is truth? How do I experiment with it? Gandhiji said, truth to be real must incarnate in human life. In other words, truth has to be lived. Gandhiji was absolutely scientific about his experiments with truth. He wrote in his autobiography, I have all along believed that what is possible for one is possible for all. I simply want to tell the story of my numerous experiments with truth. Far be it from me to claim any degree of perfection for these experiments. I claim for them nothing more than does the scientist who, though he conducts his experiments with the utmost accuracy, forethought, and minuteness, never claims any finality about his conclusions but keeps an open mind regarding them. Gandhiji went on to write, For me, truth is the sovereign principle, which includes numerous other principles. This truth is not only truthfulness in word, but truthfulness in thought also, and not only the relative truth of our conception, but the absolute truth, the eternal principle that is God. I should certainly like to narrate my experiments in the spiritual field, which are known only to myself, and from which I have derived such power as I possess for working in any other field. If the experiments are really spiritual, then there can be no room for self-praise. They can only add to my humility. The more I reflect and look back on the past, the more vividly do I feel my limitations. What I want to achieve, he said, what I have been striving and pining to achieve is self-realization. To see God face to face, 
to attain moksha, self-liberation. I live and move and have my being in pursuit of this goal. All that I do by way of speaking and writing and all my ventures are directed to this same end. Gandhiji, indeed, lived life as a devotee of truth. Through his purity of heart, simplicity of spirit, humility and utter compassion, his identification with the poorest, the lowliest, and the lost, his serene acceptance of condemnation, and his willingness to persevere in a great and selfless cause, let us examine the episodes from Gandhiji's life and we will reveal the simple and small actions that underscore the largest universal principles. They provide an opportunity to place our hearts and minds into a vast ideal with which to shape our lives. Listen now to this recording from Mahatma Gandhi. Perhaps the sound might be a little scratchy from these old days of the radio broadcasts. But today in our modern times with podcasts, we wish to bring to you the voice of the Mahatma. I do dimly perceive that whilst everything around me is ever-changing, ever-dying, there is underlying all that change a living power that is changeless, that holds all together, that creates, dissolves, and recreates. That informing power of spirit is God, and since nothing else that I see merely through the senses can or will persist, He alone is. And is this power benevolent or malevolent? I see it as purely benevolent, for I can see that in the midst of death, life persists. In the midst of untruth, truth persists. In the midst of darkness, light persists. Hence I gather that God is life, truth, light. He is love. He is the supreme good. But he is no God who merely satisfies the intellect if he ever does. God, to be God, must rule the heart and transform it. He must express himself in every smallest act of his votary. This can only be done through a definite realization more real than the five senses can ever produce. Sense perceptions can be and often are false and deceptive, however real they may appear to us. Where there is realization outside the senses, it is infallible. It is proved not by extreme, extraneous evidence, but in the transformed conduct and character of those who have felt the real presence of God within. Such testimony is to be found 
in the experiences of an unbroken line of prophets and sages in all countries and climes. To reject this evidence is to deny oneself. In the words of Mahatma Gandhi, this informing spirit, this unseen power in the midst of death, of untruth and darkness, lie the foundation of life, truth and light, love, the supreme good. Truth must rule the heart and transform it. It is only by the transformed conduct and character that we truly lived by this informing spirit. It can be seen in an unbroken line of experiences, of prophets and sages, of all countries and climes. This is just the first in this new series, Speaking of Gandhi. Each week, a new offering, a new message, a new light from the life of Mahatma Gandhi will be brought to you in these podcasts. Remember that Albert Einstein once said, Generations to come will scarce believe that such a one in flesh and blood walked upon this earth. The message of Mahatma Gandhi is universal and eternal, for it is the message of truth and love, of satya and ahimsa. I look forward to sharing with you more messages each week from the life of Mahatma Gandhi. As he said, my life is my message. Vaishnava